Put the fucking mic on. You're now listening to Almost Rich. Because you make a lot of money. You're really good <laughs> I mean, at your I don't job. know if it's a lot of money. It's an appropriate amount of money. Almost famous. My mom had to sit me down and say, listen, there's no such major as famous, so can you figure your life out and get a real job? With Bridget Linton and Betsy P on the Land on Demand. Sounds. Our first time doing a full podcast virtually. This is so weird. (laughs) It actually is really weird. We had it all planned out how we're going to do this welcome. But the fact that I'm staring at Betsy via my computer screen rather than sitting in studio with her is very awkward and weird. But we're going to make this work. We are going to we're going to see what we can do. We have a lot of really juicy topics today. I can't wait to get to. You know what the best part is about doing our podcast via team slash Zoom is that we can do it from anywhere. So I'm here in beautiful Sedona, Arizona, while Betsy's sitting in the snow in Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) You like are having the best time bringing that up, aren't you? I I really am. Well, it was just the fact that when I left Cleveland, the weather wasn't that terrible. When I get to Arizona, my first time here, it's beautiful. I went to Scottsdale for a few days. Now I'm in Sedona with all these gorgeous mountains. And everyone's like, wow, Bridge, well, we have like 10 inches of snow in Cleveland. I'm like, man, could it be time for me to just sneak away? Yeah, it's actually true. I am just sitting over here, cozied up on my couch with a little spiked hot tea. You know, I can see you on video. I know no one else can. And I was going to ask you, are you really drinking like coffee at four in the afternoon? And no, you're, you're doing it right. It's spiked hot tea. It's the perfect weather. Well, it actually is. And also, so I've been working from here, but there is a little bit of a time change. So I've been on meetings for our regular sales job. Then also we're doing some content things. But I just picked a great spot where I could view the gorgeous mountains in Sedona. I had a martini. I had a glass of wine. And I just like don't understand why if I'm drinking by myself while working, people are like, oh, you're an alcoholic. But if it was like a virtual happy hour with like our team get togethers that we always do. It's like, oh, you're a great team player. Like, I just feel like it's the norm when you're out of town. Yeah, you can just drink at any hour of the day, right? Well, you totally can. And since I know you and you're out there basically on vacation, I feel like I also can drink at any time of the day, especially like right now when we're doing this podcast. So it's perfect. See, we're at least we're on the same page. I will say, even though I'm in Arizona, though, I've been keeping up with all of the Cleveland news. Uh, and that's, I don't know. God. Specifically, sports news. So I don't know if you heard, but our friend LeBron James, and yes, we're friends because all of us are just a few kids from Akron. Oh my God. I was, I literally was cringing, hoping you weren't going to say that. The whole few kids from Akron part? Yes. Yes. I love saying that. People usually get a laugh when I say that. (laughs) See, there it is. I knew it. Okay, well, anyways, um, LeBron is way more rich and famous than us, but watch out, LBJ. We are going to be at your level one day, Um, but not right now because he just signed a two-year extension with the Lakers for $85 million. Like, could you imagine? Yes, I'm trying to imagine, like, the power of, like, putting it into the universe. But at this very moment, I have to be honest with myself. No, that's, that's a lot of money. That's money I've never seen before. So it's 85 over two years, 85 million for two years. So it'll take them through the 2022, 2023 season, which 
2023 is when his oldest son, Bronny, graduates high school. So he could actually enter the NBA draft that year. I mean, that would be history right there if LeBron and Bronny were both playing in the NBA at the same time. Bridget, I am so happy that you brought this up. This is riveting content. (laughs) You know, if we have any sports fans listening, they are into this, Betsy. I thought you might be because, again, we're just a few kids from Akron trying Uh, to make it in the world, even though LeBron already has totally surpassed us. Okay, well, thank you for that um, sports news finance update. I actually have something along similar lines as far as the NBA goes. No, you do not. Do. See, this is like where you're annoying because you're like making fun of me for bringing up sports news and you're like, well, wait, I have something. I actually do, but mine is a lot juicier than yours. Okay, let's hear it. So are you familiar with Minnesota Timberwolf Malik Beasley by chance? You know, I'm not a huge fan because I don't know him too well, but yes, I know the name. Okay, so I've actually never heard of him, shockingly, but he's currently dating Larsa Pippen, who, of course, being a sports fan, I know, used to be married to Scotty Pippen. We've actually discussed Larsa a lot recently because she has been all in the news with the Kardashian fallout. She's kind of all out here dating around, seeing what's going on with different guys. So she is currently dating Malik Beasley. Okay. Well, which is, which is great news, right? Is is he a lot younger than her? He looks like it. I think she just looks old because she's had so much work done. I don't know if she's like 30 or 60. I can't tell. I mean, good for her. Just making her way around the NBA from back in the legends to the current players. Like get a girl. You know, I would typically say good for her, but the the part about the story that makes it juicy is both his side chick and his wife found out about the relationship with Larsa at the same time oh. on social media. Oh. <laughs> See, I mean, this just goes back to like, we always talk about athletes and first of all, they're idiots. Second of all, this is why you can't date them. And third of all, like, Wife, side chick, Larsa, what are you doing? All of them. Love, tr- lo- I don't know what a force, love square? Would it be a square? What's like a, I mean, whatever, love like octagon? Anyway, the side chick, Jewel Santana, has put this Malik Beasley all on blast on Instagram, putting up literally every message he's ever sent her, which is like a billion, along with, a love note that he wrote her along with photos of his fucked up bed after they had sex in it. Oh, which also happens to be his wife's bed. I mean, it is just in shambles over there for Malik Beasley, who also, by the way, I'm assuming is not making $85 million over two years. I mean, is his life really in shambles though? He's got a wife, he's got a side chick and now he's got Larsa. I mean, really, the only negative part about his situation is now all of his dirty laundry is getting aired out. Well, that's not like living. I guarantee at this point, I mean, and this actually, I have no, I don't know this to be true because a lot of times women stay around when there's a dude with all that money. But I'm assuming he's not going to have one of those three by the time this whole thing is over. Well, I would assume so too, but you know, you know what the sad part is? Usually they all end up staying. 
like this side chick, she's airing out all the dirty laundry. If he just messages her and says like, hey, babe, I'm so sorry. Let's go on a trip here. She'll still probably go, which is why it's so mind boggling to me about women and athletes and money. Well, so obviously I got to see their entire lives based on the fact that she put up every message. He's literally paying for her whole life. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's a little silly to be airing out all of his business when is, he's paying for her life. Isn't it the total worst when, like, somebody puts their significant other or family member or best friend on blast and then they get back with them and then everyone else has to be back on board, too? But you're like, uh, sorry, you just told me that you had that you saw him cheating with somebody. How can I ever be cool with him again? Betsy, it's, I mean, I get sucked in. It's almost like reality TV. What happens on social media, because you follow these celebrities, you get invested, you know, their whole family, you know, their lifestyle, you knew what they're doing day to day. And then when shit hits the fan and things go wrong, you know all about that too. And it's like, oh, I can't wait to hear more. And then when they're back, I'm like, well, what? Do I unfollow you now? Because I'm pissed at your decision or do I just support you? Does that like make us so pathetic that we like literally live through celebrities? Like we like this is entertainment for us. And is it entertainment because their lives suck so much worse than ours? Like, is that why we like it? Like, do we like their drama because then we don't have to have any? Well, I I don't know, because I don't think their life necessarily sucks. It seems like they have a lot of money and they can do whatever they want. I mean, the whole like trust issues and not really being happy with your life. Yeah, that part sucks. So I don't know what's worse or better. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what level of celebrity you are. People are just nosy. They want to know what everyone's business is. It doesn't matter if it's me and you or if it's Larsa Pippen and so true. whatever, the side chick and the wife. People just want to know what's going on. And they almost like hope for drama, which I feel like it's a little bit weird, but I'm guilty. So I don't know. I actually, I am too. I, you know, I'm like a celebrity stalker. I like love all the business, which leads me to another topic that I really want to discuss with you. It has to do with Instagram, our favorite, our favorite topic. An Instagram model comes to the rescue of a ton of women finding their men cheating. She is the reason, she is the one that catches them up. This Instagram model is just helping out the female species by catching dudes cheating. Oh, okay, well, you have to back up. Okay, this is, I'm gonna try to guess of what this all means because this is the first time I'm hearing this story. Right. Is it women that are in relationships reaching out to her and saying like, hey, can you DM my man and just see what happens? Is that how it works? You are so smart. Yeah, that's why I'm an FBI agent. See, I'm a that is ex- that's some shit that's, I would do. That well, that is some shit you should do. She's like making money on it. So listen to this story. This is crazy. So 28 year old California swimsuit model Paige Woolen has finally put all of her good looks to good use. She has been. So this is how it all started, which I think is interesting. Dudes were reaching out to her, and she'd see photos of them and their significant others, and be like. That's weird. Is that their cousin? Is that their sister? Like, is that their niece? What's going on? So she started questioning it, like being like, what's going on? Finally, she started a side account where she would start messaging these dudes and being like, hey, blah, 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 and started posting it 
on posting the conversation on another account. So women started catching on, reaching out to her, being like, hey, Paige, can you help me out? And she did. Oh, see, this is why I think men are the worst species of all time. I'm, I'm joking. I, lo- I love you men that are listening out there. But also, majority of you suck. So, I, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I'm going off on a little tangent right now. We're going to get back to It's amazing, and I love that Paige is doing this. I mean, it kind of goes back to my whole, like, married man story where he literally took his ring off and then is still continuing to message me when he literally has a wife and kid at home. Like, could you imagine being her? No, I can't. So while I'm in Arizona, I just go to a local bar around the corner. It's I looked it up. It's kind of a dive bar, but one of those, like, great dive bars that has a lot of good ratings. The pizza is amazing. So I'll just go sit at the bar. Watch some Monday night football because, you know, that's what I do best. Ew, you're sick. And I'm there. So I'm sitting at the bar and I order my salad and pizza and I'm enjoying my glass of wine. And then the hostess comes over and she's like, hey, do you mind if this guy sits next to you? He's ordering a takeout order. He's just going to sit at the bar and have a glass of wine while he waits for his food. I'm like, sure, no problem. Wait, why is she asking you this? Because social distancing. Oh, okay, got it. So it's a very small bar, and so she's like, are you okay if someone sits, like, directly next to you? We'll try to space the chairs out. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So I just continue watching the TV, and all of a sudden this man comes by. I'm not going to lie, very attractive, my type, tall, Bill. Like, I mean, he caught my eye. I was almost like, oh, okay. So then he sits down, makes a funny little joke. Like, I only have, like, 102 fever and been coughing nonstop, but I think I'm okay. I don't have COVID. I'm like, oh, ha-ha, like, funny. Uh, too soon, guy. <laughs> so he sits down, and then he, like, looks at me, and he was like, oh, are you from around here? And I say, no, I'm visiting on vacation. I see him, like, fussing with his hand a little bit. And then the bartender starts talking. And then I look over. He has randomly a, a ring on his, like, is this point dexter what is this called? <laughs> <laughs> what is this um, finger called? I, I don't i think it's called just like your pointer finger but like pointer, point, pointer. If, you, if you wanted to name it then yeah you could probably call it poindexter <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, maybe we should put this this podcast as a video right now since we're actually on a zoom <laughs> well anyway that finger and i'm like that's weird like i never seen a guy which looked like a wedding ring on your pointer finger. Like, that's interesting. Me being like an idiot. So I'm like, the bartender keeps talking to me still. And then look over, he's fidgeting again. You could tell he wants to like keep chatting, but then he's on his phone. And then a whole pizza comes and a salad. He's like, all right, I think I actually just have to go to the bartender, like very frantic. And then I thought to myself, that motherfucker, he was married, thought about like trying to hit on me. So took his ring off again. This must be a norm that I don't know about puts it on a different finger. He sees me looking at his hand. Like, I, I see what you're doing. Got panicked. And was like, all right, I better get the check. I'm out of here. So that, that's what, it, and the thing is like, I, he was a very good looking guy. I'm sure his wife is beautiful, but the fact that he's that easily tempted just because another girl is sitting close to him by herself, also enjoying pizza and wine. He was like, oh shit, maybe I should take this ring off. Listen, okay, so that is probably the actual truth. I believe that that is what happened. But I want to offer another scenario. Okay. The other scenario, which is a scenario I find myself in quite often, which you know, I wear, I'm not married, but I wear a band on my left ring finger. And 
if I have a martini, for example, and it has olive juice in it, or if I have any amount of salt, my hands swell up like fucking balloons. And I oftentimes have to move that ring onto my pinky. I get that it wasn't on his pinky. I get that it wasn't. So that could be the reason, but I feel like there are different scenarios. Who knows what was going on with that guy? He did. And that's your fingers don't swell up. You just have muscular fingers. I <laughs> no, they really swell up. And so then I have to put it on. The, and I've actually had people be like, oh, really? Like I saw you just like move your ring. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. It had nothing to do with you, dickhead. Like gross. not interested. Not, so not interested. But I will say, I love that what Paige is doing, because even if you think you're in a very trusting relationship, men are so easily tempted. If another, even just like somewhat attractive girl gives him attention, he thinks, wait, what? Do I actually have a chance? Not that he would ever actually act on it. But if you have an Instagram model that is beautiful and messaging you like, hey, what's up? I mean, I feel like probably 90% of guys are going to bite that and be like, oh, my God, hi. Maybe they wouldn't actually do the act, but they're going to respond. Okay, so this is a question I have for you. When you are in a relationship, do you get upset by the people that your significant other follows and the the things that your significant other likes? Like, are those things that you notice and, like, get pissed about? Okay, so I will say, I mean, you know, I don't have a lot to go by because I've only been in one, like, real long, serious relationship. Right which probably looking back is a red flag. He never even had Instagram. Major red flag alert. Okay. And so that's like a whole nother topic. Is it a good thing or is it a red flag? If you're starting to talk to another person to be in a relationship and they don't have social media, it's either, okay, that's awesome. They don't care about that. Like, you know, the rest of the world does, or it's, okay, you're doing something shady and you don't trust yourself. So there's no way that you could be on social media. The funny thing is, as soon as we broke up, it was literally less than 12 hours later, he had an Instagram and was following every single girl he's ever hooked up with in the past, every single girl I ever had an issue with. So honestly, I think it was him just being like, trying to get my attention. Like, Hey, now I'm out here. And I'm like, guess what? Now I hate you even more. Bye. Well, it, it totally was. It, that's obviously what he was doing. But let's say just a random, because you've talked to guys since then, obviously. Yeah. So let's let's say one of the guys you've talked to that it's been like a little more like in depth with. Yeah. And you see that they follow a, a lot of porn stars. Does yeah. that like piss you off? Like, do you feel like you can say anything? Like, are you going to get pissed if they like their, like, big booty, big titty photo? Like, what are you going to do? Big <laughs> titty photo. Um, I will say that is something I look at, like, specifically if, yeah, like, I'm starting to connect to the guy. We're talking here and there, and we start following each other on social media. And I look, and literally all he follows is, like, three guys, and the rest are Instagram models. I'm like, okay, well, like, what's going on here? I have never gotten to the point where I'm going to call him out and say like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to work. I think that you're probably being shady or you're into other women. I will say if it got more serious and we were labeled as boyfriend, girlfriend in a relationship, I might have an issue and bring it up. Yeah. But in the early stages, no, you can't because you can't come off that crazy. 
Well, I have a job for you. My significant other follows a lot of motherfucking porn stars, a lot of Instagram models. I think you need to have that discussion with him. Well, Betsy, I, I mean, I will, but also like pot calling, the, what's he, I don't really my sayings, pot calling the kettle black, is that right? Yeah. Why? Who do I follow? Betsy, you follow all the good looking men. <laughs> God, I you're think- like always, uh, uh, Trey Songs, Michael B. Jordan, any of those yeah. guys are, oh, oh yeah. I, I'll be with you. You'll be scrolling. You'll be like, oh God, you see that shirtless pic of Michael B. Jordan? Give that a like. I mean- <laughs> You're you're guilty, so you cannot get mad at Sunny for liking the big bitty hose, big bitty titties, yeah, whatever. That's actually that's true. That, well, I don't, I don't get mad because I know I do that. Like we're all we're all, all out here acknowledging beauty, okay? So whatever, <laughs> whatever. God, Instagram and social media. I mean, like, what would we do without this? We're like well, FBI agents. We're catching people with lies, catching people cheating. Huh. Well, Bridge, I'll tell you, we certainly wouldn't know about the next story if we didn't have social media. This one is one of my fucking favorite stories that I've heard in a really long time. So we actually talked about it this week on a daily. But Australia has the most notorious sperm donor, and his name is Alan Fan. This dude has fathered 23 kids this past year. I didn't even know, first of all, that was possible or legal. It, well, it's not. It's not legal, actually. So he's. So this is the story. He's being investigated by the Victorian Assisted Reproductive Authority. Doesn't that sound scary? Well, it does. Again, I didn't even know these things existed in the world. So apparently all you're allowed to do, you're only allowed to have 10 families. What do you mean families? Like you're only allowed to give your sperm away 10 times? You're only allowed to create 10 families. So Alan actually has a wife and two kids. Holy. So he was only able to donate nine times basically because then that would create 10. He'd have 10 families. So he was basically, he had worked for all of these registered, like he had actually registered these sperm donors, Mm -hmm. but then he was doing it on the side as well, which is how we got to 23 kids. Well, how do you get away with it if there's a rule saying you're only allowed to do this for 10 families? Because he was doing it privately. Like literally a woman called him on Christmas day beside herself, I guess. This is what I'm reading in this article. She calls him beside herself saying like, I have heard about your sperm. I heard it's really good. And you're eth- like, he apparently like his, he's really good looking. We've both seen a photo of him. People like he's smart. He's good looking. So people want that sperm. And um, so his semen was in high demand. It is. It's in high demand. He's Vietnamese. He also has a very good success rate. That's what I've been trying to say. He has a good success rate, like egg to sperm connection success rate. Uh, I- and that's why that's why he's been sought out. So he was interviewed for this article that I read, and this is what he said. When I first started, I was only going to donate nine times. Then I received a message from a lady around Christmas saying the donation was successful, which became my 10th. I thought, well, I've already gone over my limit. I'll just help a few more. And it kind of blew up. I, I mean, I don't know if I should think this guy is just a great 
civil person out in the world just trying to make a difference and give women a family, give women children that can't do it on their own, or if he's crazy. He, he's nuts as fuck. Well, he literally has 23 children with his DNA walking around. So basically they're kind of brothers and sisters, aren't they? Yeah, so I don't know how that goes. I am so torn because, so I guess some of the women, like the, like the, that they did it legally, I guess some of them are super pissed because they're like, now my kid has like fucking 23 brothers and sisters. This is so weird. Like, I don't, I guess it is half of him. Well, yeah, what if like, I mean, I don't know if they're all from the same area, all these women that are getting his sperm. But what if, like, one's a girl and one's a dude and they meet and then they end up, like, getting married or dating and then they find out, like, oh, shit, we have the same dad. Uh, Ew. I know. I don't know. I never thought. I mean, I don't think they're in that close quarters. And this guy's Vietnamese and I and I don't I think he's I, I don't know what the I don't know what the story is in Australia. But like, I don't know if somebody looks like you and you know that you were a sperm donor, baby, don't you like want to ask a few questions? Yeah, I mean, this that is a wild story. And I wonder what his wife thinks. Like, oh, hey, babe, sorry, can you give me a little bit alone time? I got to shoot out some sperm to help another lady out. Well, she actually, yeah, I actually know because this article literally went on for like 12 hours. So at first his wife was like not into it. It was like, what the fuck's going on? But then she got more, because they're getting paid. Oh, like you're going to pay a lot of money if you donate your sperm or eggs. Um. A lot of money, like a a whole bunch of money. So he said that he looks at it as a hobby, but it also compares to a job because he has to abstain from sex, work out daily, and go through a rigorous vitamin regimen every single day. So it's basically a full-time job for this guy. I mean, well, he said it's a hobby, like going to masturbate. Like, I feel like that's a, a hobby amongst many men. You know, it actually, it, he's just getting paid for his. He's the smart one. Okay, so remember I just said, I don't know if this guy is just a great civil person or he's crazy. No, he's actually the smartest one because he's doing what every dude does every single day of their life. Paid for it. And that's they can actually so true. Oh, my God. I, that's amazing. I didn't even look at it like that, but that's really true. You know what question I hate more than any question in the whole world? Well, what are your your hobbies? Oh my, that is such a stupid question. Well, drinking, day drinking. I don't know. (laughs) Day drinking and talking to you. My top two hobbies. Those are actually mine too. I was just thinking to myself, like that's, at least this guy can say something interesting. We're like, we like to drink. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I like to masturbate and donate my sperm to make children (laughs) for women that can't have them. Like, oh wow. Okay. So we have, so he has 23 kids this year. We will stay tuned because Alan Fan, I have a feeling, has a lot more coming his way. Oh my God. 2021 is going to be a good year for him. You know what? 2021 is going to be a good year for him. It's going to be a good year for us. Hopefully uh, COVID slows down. Me and you can get back to going on trips together instead of me being separated from you all the time and having to do our podcast via Zoom. Um, but until then, keep following us on social media. Our Instagram is almost rich underscore almost famous. Subscribe to our YouTube page at almost rich, almost famous. And we are on Twitter at ARAF underscore T L O D. We're still doing daily videos. And one other thing about 2021 is 
when life is normal, we are going to get a camera crew that's going to follow us around and we don't have to do Zoom calls anymore. We don't have to do selfies anymore. When I'm in Arizona and I'm visiting the Grand Canyon, I'm going to have a camera crew from Dodd Camera. If you would like one too, or you just want to learn how to actually take photos or take videos, check them out. They have locations in Chicago, Dayton, Cincinnati, Columbus, Cleveland, and whatever camera you buy, you will also get one-on-one training with the camera purchase. So you don't even have to be a professional. So I don't know, that's that's, well, that's my goals for 2021. Do you have anything to add? Um, yeah, I actually do. That's what I'm getting you for Christmas. I'm going to get you for Christmas a camera from Dodd so you can go take lessons to learn, number one, how to take fucking photos of yourself so I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> and maybe snap one or two good ones of me. So I'm going to hook up with them and see if I can get you a camera and a lesson or two for the holidays. I think you'd really benefit from that. I mean, Betsy, that's actually so true. Because I think everyone's done with my shit. Saying, hey, can you take a photo on me? Can you please get down on your knees and get the sick squat? Get, can you get the good angles? We're all I'll sick of it, Bridget. Myself. <laughs> God, camera, I'm coming for you. All right, talk to you guys soon. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.